In the Pocket Edition is brought to you by and sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Sports Center Bar and Grill is located on 624 Wellington Street West in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. And it's Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar for six years in a row in the home to Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best wings. Sports Center Bar and Grill and the Game Sports Show have been a family and a unit together since January 2016. You can check them out on Facebook or on Instagram. That's at Sports Center SSM. You can also give them a call to order takeout today. That's 705-946-2826. Or just go check them out on Wellington Street West, 624 in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. Are you hunting for a solution for your commercial or residential rooftop? Well, don't look any further than Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated. You can check out Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated at flawlessroofing.ca. You can also check them out on Facebook. Yes, on Facebook as well under Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated. Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated has been in operation since 2012 and offers superior roofing solutions for both commercial and residential rooftops. Owner and operator Daniel Feliz prides himself on working with only the top-of-the-line materials, including Lexcon and LexCore products. With over 30 years of experience in the roofing industry, Flawless Roofing provides exceptional roofing solutions and is sure to exceed your expectations. Also, currently, Flawless Roofing is one of the few recognized EPDM installers in Northern Ontario. Check out their website. That's flawlessroofing.ca. Check out, again, their website, flawlessroofing.ca, or check them out on Facebook, Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated. You can contact them at 705-943-1777. Flawless Roofing Sure Seal Incorporated, offering superior roofing solutions for both commercial and residential rooftops. Flawless Roofing, protect your investments, start at the top. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show, the In the Pocket Edition presented by the Game Sports Show, powered by TGEM. You can check out the TGEM Network YouTube channel. And you can check out all audio platforms for all editions of the Game Sports Show and shows presented by the Game Sports Show. As I mentioned off the top, it is the In the Pocket Edition, and we are deep inside of the In the Pocket Edition season. This is season six, officially total episode 121 of In the Pocket. Whew, that is a lot of numbers there shooting out, but In the Pocket is sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar six years in a row. Not a coincidence when it comes to the game sports show being in the sixth season of In the Pocket, and Sports Center matches that. No joke aside, Sports Center Bar and Grill is Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar, rightfully so. Delicious wings, delicious pizza, brews, beverages, everything, environment. If you want a true sports bar, that is where you go, especially in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Also, the In the Pocket Edition is sponsored by Flawless Roofing, Sure Seal Incorporated, based in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and Thunder Bay, Ontario. Over 30 years of experience does Flawless Roofing have, and why not protect your investment? Start from the top with Flawless Roofing, commercial and residential rooftops. Now, I'm David McKaig, but as everybody knows, with this new format of the Game Sports Show, I'm not your host tonight within the pocket. I'm a co-host. I'm on the side this ship this week, and it was ran great last week by Justin, but we have somebody else taking the reins of host this week, and that is EJ Russell, and I'm going to slide it over to EJ Russell to take over hosting duties here on this January the 25th edition of In the Pocket. EJ, take it away. 
And thank you, Dave. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the End of the Pocket segment presented by the Game Sports Show, powered by TGM. Thank you to our sponsor, Sports Center Bar and Grill and Flawless Roofing. What's going on? Happy to have you with us today. And joining me today is my dear friend, and I've been working with him for years. I love when he's on. He's a new dad. He's a big deal. Joining us tonight is Justin Heichel. Heichel, what's going on, buddy? How's it going, everyone? Good to be back. Happy uh, New Year. I don't think I've talked to EJ yet this year, so... Good to uh, good to be talking ball again, and uh, we'll get into some heated playoff talk here. And also joining us today is somebody that this is my first time getting to speak to him. However, I feel like I've known him forever. Dane Hanchero is with us. Daner, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Happy to be on the uh, on the football show back to back weeks. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, special, <laughs> and uh, I, I will say, EJ, you did butcher my last name, but that's okay. You're you're one, you're one of Uh-oh. many. Hanchero Hanchero is, is a common one, so yeah. it's just Han- it's it? just it's Hanchero, but that's, that's okay. T- well, you should. It's close. It. I don't it's like very it. Close. You it's very close. It. <laughs> well, I guess you know why though. When I see it in my head, like I want to pronounce it like Hancho. <laughs> in my brain so maybe that's how i come up with the pronunciation but whatever happy it's to all screw good that it's up. all good there's been far far worse than that one I that was pretty it. Well, it was pretty good on the fly you know what thanks daner we'll just go with that from now on for <laughs> hanging out with us today <laughs> Pike is here dave is here as well and we're talking about the nfl football playoffs right now we're getting into the afc and nfc championship weekend a great weekend of playoff football the niners beating the cowboys the eagles taking down the Giants, the Bengals getting what I thought was an upset win over the Buffalo Bills, and the Kansas City Chiefs handling their business against an unexperienced Jacksonville Jaguars team. We have the slate set. The Niners are taking on the Eagles in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field, and the Bengals are going to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Like Joe said, better send those refunds because this game is being played at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. The picks are Niners-Eagles versus Bengals and Chiefs. We're going to get into the pick segment right away. Hike, why don't you give us the update, and then we'll make our picks. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll get into the uh, the season update here. Ugh. You can officially officially crown our champion this week. Uh, EJ, congratulations! Right. Round of applause. Uh, sound effect. Insert right there. Ooh. And uh, then well, well, and I just want to make sure I, I point this out to the listeners. I, I traveled downstate with my family last weekend to visit my wife's parents and, and her side of the family, and I totally had a brain fart and forgot to make my picks. Even after not making any of those picks last week i don't have to make any picks the rest of the way and dave could still only lose by one he can't finish any better than losing to me by one point i love it uh, damn it fantastic <laughs> damn it it's just a it's uh it's a good way to end the end the pick'em season here and that's all we have time I, I win every time <laughs> uh who, who finished last I, this year Oof. Tyler, probably tyler yeah. Tyler finished last with an undisclosed amount of points. <laughs> okay, good enough. Fair, fair enough. Well, but uh, he was terrible. You know what? He did okay. He just had a couple rough spots. It's, the it's way amazing it is though, because as good of a gambler as he is, he's terrible to pick him every. He's he's came in dead last two years. His week eleven effed him in the A. I like that was a when you get three right in a week, you just you don't recover from that. It's just the way it is. I think I wouldn't know. <laughs> Next yeah, year, oh, I'm hey, listen. Him. Never mind. Week ten, EJ. Week ten, you had four. I, I said I wouldn't know three. I said so. I'm okay. So okay. All right. All right. I get four is better than three by one. That was the worst week I've ever had in history. The pick'em segment. Like I don't even. I was looking at mine. I'm like, before I start shit talking, did I have a bad one? Like, 
I had like some consistent sevens. It was just a bad week that that one. So I was like a Sioux College pass, but other than that, but, uh, all right. I mean, let's uh, we'll dive into them. We got Philly, San Fran going in the early game Sunday. Cincy, Kansas City going in the late game. Uh, I've been tossed on this one most of the week. I mean, I've been having conversations with people at work that don't even know football, just asking for an opinion. Like, I really, I just, dis, I dislike the Eagles. And I've been making my picks all year based on the Colts had them on the ropes. And so, I mean, if the Colts had you on the ropes, you weren't that good. That's where I'm at with it. But no matter how good our defense was, I'm at the point now where, so, and like the story of Brock Purdy is too good for me. So, I mean, I'm taking San Fran in this one. The Cincy Kansas City, I mean, based on the premise, I just went on the Colts game there. I think everyone knows where I'm going with this one. Uh, I'm taking Cincinnati and I'm hoping freaking Mahomes and his busted ass ankle just get stuffed out there on Sunday. That being and, uh, said, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, that being said, my uh, my tiebreaker scores don't really reflect that. I got the Cincy 28, Kansas City 24, San Fran 31, Philly 28. So that's uh, that's where we're at on those. Well, I'll tell you this. So far, I don't think you're crazy. But, Dana, what are your picks? <laughs> yeah, I'm with Michael. I think, uh, obviously, two really tough games. Um, I love the storylines kind of going into it for potential Super Bowl match matchups. I mean, we got the Kelsey brothers. Good play. You know, that really, uh, you know, probably be talking about that on their podcast if that happened. Obviously, Brock Purdy and uh, Joe Burrows. Can you go back and, and, and do it? Um, and then the Eagles obviously finished with the best record this year. Kind of limped into the playoffs. Uh, had a couple of rough games at the end of the season, but they absolutely dominated the Giants last week. That game was uh, over before it started. So I'll, uh, I'll start with my AFC pick um, as a gambler, somebody that likes to to bet on sports. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, can you really bet against the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium again? Like, are they going to lose to the Bengals two years in a row at Arrowhead? It seems like as a, as a betting guy, that's probably not the pick you want to make. But I'm going with Joe Burrows and the Bengals. I think Mahomes injury is going to just be enough for the Bengals to get over uh, over the top here. Um, I think if... Uh, the Bengals bring a lot of pressure. Obviously, Mahomes isn't going to be able to have that uh, that movement uh, in the pocket that he usually does. So nice I like the Bengals, 27-10, or 27-10, 27-20. And then uh, off to the NFC, back and forth on this game a lot. I would say this is probably a little bit more of a harder game to pick. Um, I did not give the Eagles any credit last week or any respect. They bit me in the ass with that one. Uh I like, I do like the Eagles in this one. I think Brock Purdy, as good as he has been for the 49ers, I think he just might be a little bit overwhelmed in this uh, this moment, especially playing in Philadelphia. So I like the Eagles in this one, uh, and I will go 24, no, 28-24 Eagles for this one. I, you know what? Everyone sounded really sane tonight, but. Somebody that I know I've been driving insane because there's nothing he can do to beat me is Dave McKay. Dave, what do you got for your picks? You know, I remember at one point, and Dane can attest to this, there was a point in high school where I was 
dumb at football. I'm not saying I am smart now, but like to say where I've come a long way, that's the pride that I have in, in terms of. But I got I got yourself and of course the our good friend um, Scott and Butch to also thank with that with um, Justin EJ or, or yourself EJ, but uh, Justin and Jamie and Matt like and Dustin. We've had we have a lot of football guys on the show. So you know what? My knowledge, I say, even though I finished second, the reason why I'm finishing second is because of all the knowledge I've taken from yourself and others so you know what i guess oh don't go kissing asses now uh now that's what happens when you finish <laughs> second you know it's pretty shitty but it's okay to finish second back to back and if i'm finishing ahead of hike i guess i'm not doing too bad and that's not a jab to hike that's a compliment because he's quite the football guy uh so with my picks no, you could you could be the first place loser it's fine yeah i was gonna say that's a loser mentality dave if you're not first you're last buddy ricky love, bobby love that so i think there's gonna be a lot of similar picks this week i was on the fence about a few uh the bengals and kansas city game a little bit because Mahomes, you know playing the way that he did on the weekend and the storyline that would have been but that's i give credit to the jacksonville jaguars in that game i was really hoping they were gonna win that would have been some sort of story but i guess you know can't be too crazy with guesses and predictions and i was last Last week with that. This week, Eagles-Niners. I got the Eagles in that one, and I got the Bengals over the Chiefs. You know, I feel like Smoke or Snow, I almost said Smoke and Joe or Snow Joe, whatever you want to call him. I love Snow Joe. I think that's a great nickname. The guy's a stud. He dresses like an absolute stud. He plays like a stud. He is just a stud. Hide your wives, okay, around Joe Burrow. Okay, fly out, can I tell you. Do not bring your wife. Don't bring someone around. Don't introduce them to him because you're going to lose her. So that... Joe Burrow will get back to the Super Bowl. I really thought that uh, it was going to be a Bills Super Bowl year, but I think it might be a Snow Joe year. I got 42-38 Bengals over the Chiefs, and I got 34-28 Niners, or Eagles over the Niners, sorry. Cincinnati most points, obviously. San Fran least points this week. Well, interesting, interesting, interesting. What do you got, champ? Here's what I see. I first of all, Brock Purdy, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic work this year. You have given your team everything that you've asked for. In every game that you played in the regular season, you threw two or more touchdowns. You threw three touchdowns against the Seattle Seahawks, and you had a very manageable game. No touchdowns, but no picks against the Dallas Cowboys in the 19-12 win. I love what the Niners are doing. I think they're absolutely moving in the right direction. They're going to have one of the toughest choices to make is who's our quarterback next year. I, I definitely don't want to be Kyle Shanahan and figuring that out next season. But no matter how well Brock Birdie has played this year, I don't think that he or any rookie is prepared for what happens when you walk into this type of game in Philadelphia. Right? This is a crowd that threw snowballs at Santa Claus. They are loud. They are violent. They are nasty. This is one of the toughest places to play. The link is a tough, tough barn to walk into and expect to get out with a victory. Your players are going to be harassed front to back. So when I look at this game, the piece the thing that matters to me the most is Brock Purdy because Jalen Hurts has big game experience, right? He played in multiple different national championship games. He's a winner front to back throughout his entire career. They have the pieces to kind of match up with each other offensively, right? They have some receivers. The Eagles have some receivers. They have a nice running back. The Eagles have a nice running back. You can kind of go down the list and go check for check. Who's good? The Eagles defense, nasty. The 49ers defense can play nasty. There are a lot of pieces that go heads up here. 
But when I go Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy, I'm going to lean on the side of Jalen Hurts, specifically because the Eagles are playing at home. So I like the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game 27-19. I think Brock Purdy gives you a similar performance to what he did against the Dallas Cowboys, but I think that he gets a little bit better production from a guy like Christian McCaffrey, right? For him to be as quiet as he was in the divisional round, that's very, very rare. So Christian McCaffrey's numbers will come up, but I don't think Brock Purdy's going to play too differently. He might make one. I think he throws one interception in this game. I don't think he gets a touchdown. And because of that, I think the Eagles are going to win this game 27-19. to 19. Then you go over to the AFC. Everybody over here is smoking them cigars with Joe Cool because nobody is taking into consideration that you're going against Andy Reid, the only coach in the history of the National Football League to win 10 playoff games with two different organizations. You still have Patrick Mahomes, and I know that, yes, he's hurt. But if anybody watched the Pat McAfee show, he's moving around, he's running, he's moving. The coaches didn't seem too concerned. So for me, I immediately don't become too concerned. And the other thing with the Kansas City Chiefs that everyone in this room is neglecting to mention is that even when everyone in the whole goddamn world knows that 87 is getting the ball, he still gets open. He had 15 receptions in that last game, Travis Kelsey did. He's an absolute stud. And then you get a little bit of production from their defense. The Baltimore Ravens showed us that the Cincinnati Bengals, the Baltimore Ravens played them in back-to-back weeks with a team that wasn't up to par with the Bengals roster and still kind of gave them all they could handle in both of those weeks. I think that because this game is being played in Arrowhead and Andy Reid's there and Travis Kelsey's there and Patty Mahomes is there, I'm going to be the only one here. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs at home, and I'm going to take them win this game 28-21. to Travis Kelsey is a stud, all right? Like that, like he's a god. And I, I, he always, he's been in the league a while. It's not like it's the first time I've seen him, but wherever you throw him the football, it's like, yeah, that's a catch. Yeah, that's a catch. He's a weapon. I, I'm happy somebody picked the Chiefs because I feel like from the very start of the season with the division that they were in, everybody thought it was going to be ultra competitive and the Chiefs showed up and dominated as per usual. They didn't get the, you know, respect. That's because Russell Wilson forgot how to play football, though. Well, this is very true. This is very <laughs> true. But, yeah, it's just I, I, I'm i hot. Yeah, like I said, I'm happy one of us picked the Chiefs. I, I think they could very well win this game. Um, and, yeah, it's crazy that I'm still picking against them after, you know, all year. All they've done is just be the Kansas City Chiefs. No issues. You know, I, I mean, do they really miss Tyree Kill that much? Probably well, Gator, a little, let, but, but, but not that much. They're, Gator, they're, let me ask you this. You, you you picked the Cincinnati Bengals to win this game. They absolutely dominated the line of scrimmage against the Buffalo Bills. Is Kansas City Chiefs are the Kansas City Chiefs going to be able to overcome that? How do the Chiefs win this game? Well, exactly. Obviously, I I think everybody knows you know with with the injury that the the Kansas City is going to see a lot of pressure. I think uh, the Bengals are going to bring it and. I don't know if you can kind of kind of get out of the pocket, throw some screen passes, get some uh, you know some yards after the catch. That might be a way to do it. I just don't know if Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to you know scramble out of the pocket and make those those deep throws down the field. So, like you said earlier, Travis Kelsey, nice option. Fifteen catches last week, unbelievable. Is so that good? Or I I think I think it's, I think, it's I, think it? I, I, I think I think the over uh, one on 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 uh, catches uh, for the game on that one. So. <laughs> We'll see what happens. I think uh, what I'm hoping is that we actually have some good football games this week. I mean, apart from Jacksonville and, and Kansas City, all the games were, I would say, pretty May. 
Um, in comparison to last season, which uh, I, I feel like Every last year's playoff last was year. arguably the best playoff that any man has ever witnessed in, in arguably any sport, really. Every I mean, game was one score, whatever. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. It was the best playoffs. Ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like this year I'm watching games and I'm like, I don't really want to watch this anymore. Well, it's bad. So, but I well, think these two games are going to be unbelievable. I think lots of points or hopefully lots of points, lots of touchdowns. Couple turnovers to see what happens. And the, one the day, key in that, or go ahead, Ike. I was going to say, I think the key to me in that Kansas City Cincinnati game is like exactly what Dane said. There's going to be a lot of pressure coming at Mahomes, and I think that's they're going to be expecting that, and that's the gift to Travis Kelsey. There, you're going to have he's going to be open. Now, Dave, you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so you see the Cincinnati Bengals twice a year. You look at the way that they played defense in that game against the Buffalo Bills. They were absolutely fantastic and dominating the line of scrimmage, getting getting in there, deflecting passes. And, and what did they had eight passes deflected, I believe, in the last game against the Buffalo Bills. Who do you like? In it, it, oh, let me ask you this, Dave. Kansas City or Cincinnati? Who's going to be the key to that game for you? It's a good question. I always resort back to the the first game of the season. If everyone remembers the game between the Steelers and the Bengals, the Steelers came out with. A, if I, if I don't have the number exactly in front of me right now, and I should, but I want to sound smart. Five interceptions, I believe, is what uh, what cool what Joe Cool threw that game. And yeah, that's week one of a long season, and seems like some time ago. But the big thing that I saw in that game that the Steelers did effectively was the defense were really aggressive on the Bengals, and they were able to get through the line and pressure Joe to throw, and the safeties. Were but, the by right the way. Spot. Speaking of Joe, four interceptions in that game. Four interceptions. Not five. Four. Thank, thank you. Two touchdowns, four interceptions. Four interceptions. Thanks for that correction. So the, the Steelers defense that game, although I remember it was a very strong game. So the keys to this game is Kansas City's defense by far from Kansas City's end. If you can find a way to slow down Joe and make him throw the ball in a type of panic-type motion, you may cause those interceptions. And that's why, yeah, I'm referring to the first week of the year, but maybe that's a good clip to watch to see what worked then. And if I'm also Kansas City, Mahomes' is health, right? That That's big. There's been... Right, there's been positive news. He's he's gonna be playing. You know, he's gonna be taking the first snap in that game, and he didn't want to come out of the last game. But it's gonna be how he's gonna manage to be able to run the football. But if you're looking at Cincinnati, the big thing is Joe. If he can keep the ball in the air and not caught by any of the Kansas City defenders, and just be a good option on the ground as well, be a good mobile option. If the if the pass is cut off, I think that's what's really gonna be effective. And it's a it's a very easy answer for Cincinnati who's going to be the person that's a big effect in the game but it all runs uh, through Joe I feel like he's a domino effect on that team in Cincinnati and that's what's going to be effective in that game Joe's hot the Bengals will be hot if Kansas City's defense is aggressive it may cause struggle and if Mahomes isn't going to play at 100% health it's going to open a window for the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl on back-to-back years well we've been sitting here and all of us have been focusing on offense this entire show and I want to go back to Hike real quick because I do have a question I think is pretty relevant here. And that's that when you look at the way that the Philadelphia Eagles beat the New York Giants in the divisional playoffs, Jalen Hurts only threw for 154 yards passing, and he only rushed for 34 yards on the ground. Kenneth Gainwell and Miles Sanders really carrying the weight, toting the football there. Who on San Francisco's defense is going to be able to shut down this running game? Because whether it's coming from Gainwell, Sanders, or Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles are going to run the football. Uh, you know, 
I'm I don't want to take the Giants game as like our sample. You know what I mean? I think the New York Giants kind of just came out New York Giants themselves a little bit in that game. They were they were the team everybody thought they were going to be all year. I think I mean, they, give it give them a little bit of credit because they went down by a lot. Oh yeah, and I just and I don't know. I and the Giants came down to earth. I guess is where I'm at with that. I don't want to crap all over them, but the Eagles are a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. They're better than the Giants, obviously. But like. The Giants were comfortable with winning one playoff game this year. Let's let, let, let's get straight with this. They they well, made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They knew they were underdogs against Philly, and I think yeah, they they came back down to reality as as Justin said. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, buddy. But like, to me, San Fran's defense is pretty dynamic. I mean, there was points in the game last, like in that Dallas game, where like Fred Warner's downfield covering CD Lamb, and so I know this isn't really in relation to the run game, but there's just the playmakers on that defense are literally all over the place. And I just think it matches up well with the Philadelphia offense that is literally all over the place. Yeah. Well, well like, it's, it's going to be a fast and loose kind of game in that NFC championship. Well, I'll ask everybody here and we'll go Dave Daner and then Ike. do the San Francisco 49ers have enough in their linebacking court to slow down the rushing attack of the Philadelphia Eagles because we know that they have Bosa and the pieces that they do on the interior, but is that, that first front on the secondary going to have anything to stop them? It's a good question. Again, you know, EJ, you're natural at this, obviously, rightfully so. The 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 No, I'm going to keep it simple and say no. Not saying that they don't. They're football players. They they The Niners are here because they're good enough to be there. Let's say how it is. They've And they had the, the belief at the beginning of the year who their quarterback was going to be, and that didn't happen. And ultimately... What I can say is I feel like the game that the Philadelphia Eagles play is going to be too dominant for the Niners on the defensive side of the football. And even from the offensive side, you know, I'm kind of impressed with the Eagles defense. This year, you know, I didn't think this was a defense that was a, you know, a a championship type team, but they proved that it was. And I think they've faced a lot of doubt this year and the Eagles have have soared above that, pun intended. So I got to say that the Eagles are, to answer your question, EJ, no. Uh, And the big part of it is it's just how dynamic the Eagles play. And just being on home field this week, I think is going to be an advantage in that regard as well. Dana, you think Fred Warner and the boys are enough? I I think that they're I think both teams are going to be able to move the ball but the ball pretty well this game I I, I kind of see both offenses kind of going toe to toe it's going to come down to which you know run game can can control more of the clock I think I think it's going to end up being a really tight game um I think each team has unbelievable playmakers and I think they obviously both have their strengths and weaknesses on their defense I think overall San Francisco definitely has a a, a, a better defense um, and they're game planning for this, right? Like they, 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 they know that, you know, Jalen hurts is going to, you know, do the option. They're, they're going to run the ball. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think while they'll be ready for it, obviously their defense in that sense, you know, the linebacking core might be exposed from time to time. I think both teams are going to put points up on the board and it, it's just going to be coming down to coaching really. And I think managing the clock, um, Kyle Shanahan as a formal uh, offensive coordinator for the Falcons. I, I've seen his game management and, and maybe some of his decision-making not be the best in very important moments. 
uh, that being said, uh, I, I, I don't think it's going to be that, that big of a deal, but time will tell. Um, again, like you said, they're, they're in Philly. They're in a tough stadium to play. They're in front of wild fans. They're going to be loud. Uh, so, you know, obviously coordination with uh, the defense and on the offense and, and getting your pieces in the right, you know, spots on the field to, to set yourself up for, for successes is, is going to be a challenge for the 49ers on defense. But I think I think they will lose, but I think it'll be a close game. And I don't think they'll be overly, overly exposed uh, uh, defensively on the run. Well, and Dana, <laughs> I like what you said there. You, you're talking about Kyle Shanahan and his time with Atlanta. Hey, he was, he was with the Cleveland Browns for a little bit too. So trust me, I feel your pain there, but hike, that's a good question. Who has the advantage in coaching here? The Niners or the Eagles? I, you know what I want to say right now, I'm going to take the Niners on this one. And Shanahan's kind of been there. He's got some experience. I like Sirianni, but this is kind of his first crack at the big cam. Uh, and the NFL is kind of one of those leagues where you got to pay your dues. Sometimes you got to have that, well, Kyle Shanahan's gotten his team here before and choked. So, I mean, yes. does that say anything? Well, he knows, times. He, Couple he, times. He, he knows what he knows what not to do. I mean, eventually uh, you got to learn from what what works and work, what doesn't work for you, right? In those you'd, big situations, you'd, you'd, so you'd think. But I mean, yeah, the NFL is a strange place like that. It, it very much is. So, any given Sunday. Well, as much as the NFL is a strange place, it's always a strange place when you're hanging out here with us. Thank you to all you listeners. This has been the In the Pocket segment presented by the Game Sports Show, powered by TGM. Thank you to our sponsor, Sports Center Bar and Grill and Flawless Roofing. Dave McKay, McKay, it's been a pleasure having you tonight. Man, it's been a pleasure hearing you host and last week having Hike host. You know, this new format is uh, a good direction of the show and gets to show the true talents, everybody. But everyone knows your talent, DJ. You, this isn't new to you. And obviously, we only got a couple weeks of football left. Uh, sadly, it's, you know, flying by. And obviously, the week of the Pro Bowl, we do take our usual break. But we got a big Super Bowl show, EJ, that we're going to be doing. But I can save that towards um, a later date to kind of pump up a little bit. But Super th- show. Yeah, thank you very much, EJ, for the host time. And I'm happy to be here and be around with you guys. Uh, I appreciate all you guys do for the show and the brand. Dave, thank you so much for being here. Danner, pleasure to finally get to chat with you. Where can listeners hear you on the other broadcasts across the TGM network? Yeah, do uh, do the Top Shelf uh, podcast a lot of times. So uh, you hockey listeners out there, if you're uh, looking to hear a little Oilers talk, a little Maple Leafs talk, and uh, a little bit of the rest of the league, tune in. Um, I appreciate uh, being on the on the football show once again. I, I don't claim that I'm an expert at, uh, in any way, but uh, hopefully I didn't sound like too much of a homer out there. But yeah, appreciate it talking to you guys. No, it was great having you. And of course, thank you as always to my buddy, Justin Heichel. Heichel, how's the baby doing? We're doing good. She's doing great, actually. I mean, I really can't complain. She sleeps, she eats, she sits on the couch with me, and I got an excuse to watch a lot of sports. I mean, she's so been the, a dream. So the trick so is far. to come hang out at your house. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm not yeah, changing gotta... any diapers if I cross the border. Though. Like, no, it's no. it's fine. I mean, there's been a lot of people who are just like, yeah, I got to go help Heichel with the baby. And then we just sit on the couch and... Have a, I mean, have a uh, cold beverage. Well, yeah, I think I got some people coming over to help me with the baby and watch the Royal Rumble this weekend. There, so. there you go. All right. Well, hey, Royal Rumble, who's your pick to win? I got to ask you. I was you I was what? actually very curious about that. I'm happy you asked that. <laughs> Danner, you can I, make a pick on it, too. Oh, you fine. know what? Right, right now, I'm unsure. 
I'm really unsure because like all the entrants aren't there, but with the dramatics going on and stuff, I'd like to take the uh, the Canadian. Uh, if Sami Zayn gets in there, I'd like to see him win it. I like that you said that because I was going to say Sami Zayn too with all the Uso crap always going on around him. It'd be good yeah. to see him get a Royal Rubble win. Dane, are you? Um, I might just not make a pick based off of I don't know who the Zane guy is. I used to be a big you don't wrestling know who guy. Who Sami Zayn is? No, I used to be a big Dude, wrestling you guy when I was younger. Guy? <laughs> I don't hey, even I keep to, up I on used, wrestling. I know I, what's going on. <laughs> I used to love it. I, I I definitely fell out of touch with it. Big uh, like you know Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, The Rock, Chris Jericho, that yeah. era, the Hardy Boys. That that was kind of my like the Attitude Era, and then kind of I I, I kind of felt wrestling fell off a little bit after that but still entertaining i'll watch it from time to time but i don't know who half the guys are is randy orton still fighting eh <laughs> uh, he's right, right no who who's well, the yeah, champ right now who's the champ roman reigns there's there only reigns. one champ there's there roman like, reigns has been like a double champion for like what is it two, like, like two, two years, years now or something now yeah it's oh like universal yeah, champion wwe champion and then the uso brothers have both the smackdown and the so, raw titles it's different than when then we oh, watch yeah. Dave. I'll ask you this though before I, we I, let you go: NWO or DX, Dave? DX for sure. And Flat Oak going to tell you. I mean, Flat Oak no. tell you. Braun Strowman is going to win the World Rumble this year. I I'm like taking, it. I'm a Braun Strowman. Guy. I'm going to take that further. I was looking at the. I'm a huge The Rock fan. Everyone knows that. That knows me. I'm, I am Stone Cold Steve Austin. The the old school guys always hit the heart, especially with me being a good fan of The Rock, even in his acting. I don't care if anyone chirps me for that. But I got to go with Braun Strowman, then. That guy is going to win it this year. This guy, John Cena, I like the, I like these old names, but Braun Strowman for sure. And DX, are you ready? Of course, I got to go DX. <laughs> and, NWO, and, that era and, in the WWE uh, was unbelievable. I thought like it was so good back in the day. Well... So. This has been the in the ring episode of <laughs> the game. No, this has been maybe the we the should podcast. have a wrestling podcast. I might get back into it. <laughs> oh, it'd take me that. You know what, though? I'll say this I enjoy watching some of the matches every once in a while between the superstars, but it's the storylines now. Like, it's not the attitude area. This stuff's terrible. It's rough. Yeah. Oh, there is, the, there is some rough stuff out there, but like, you can't deny. You some, just fast I, forward to the promos. Yeah. Like, some of the athleticism, though, like these. I wouldn't do that. There's no way. Logan Paul no. did a pretty good job when he went in, did his match. Yeah, that was like, that was crisp. I'll give him that. Yeah, it was solid. But this has been the In the Pocket segment presented by the Game Sports Show, powered by TGM. Thank you, as always, to our sponsor, Sports Center Bar and Grill and Flawless Roofing. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. I am very happy to always join you guys. And uh, thanks again, EJ. Daner, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, peace out, boys. It was uh, good to talk to you. And, Hike, you have a good night, brother. Always good chatting with everyone. Again, this is In the Pocket, presented by the Game Sports Show, powered by TGM. Y'all have a good night. We will see you.